All right, guys, welcome back. We are the Wrong Reasons Girls podcast, podcasting for the right reasons. But if we're ever on The Bachelor, it will be for the wrong reasons. I don't know what I was going to say. How are you guys today? Because they don't know. They can't respond. No, you can respond in your car. That's fine. I do that all the time with podcasts. That's true. Sometimes I listen to podcasts and I kind of feel like it like fixes the loneliness of like long car rides because you're like, oh, I'm in a car with my friends. Just all right, guys, welcome back. This is Wrong Reasons Girls Podcast. We are podcasting for the right reasons, but if you ever see us on The Bachelor, it will be for the wrong reasons. How are you guys today? How are you, Leah? I am doing so great. I was so late to this recording because I went for a run. Um, oh. And I think that I probably told you this. I broke my toe. Maybe I didn't. No, you so didn't the day that we we picnicked in Barnett Park that night, I was just walking in my own house that I've lived in for 20 years. And I walked into a table leg that's been there <laughs> for 20 years and just shattered my toe. <laughs> but it's healed. Okay. Um, so I went for my first run since I believe nice. that day. Um, so that was great. I really just lost track of time. <laughs> but I'm doing no, well. Totally How are fine. you doing? I'm- I texted you at like 6.30 my time because I was like, wait a minute, what time are we doing this? Because I did, it was super dark. So the light in here would have been black because this overhead light is really orange. So it just would have been really bad. And I was like, maybe she meant eight her time <laughs> or my I, time. From no. this point forward, I always mean your time. Okay. <laughs> because then that gives me an hour of grace because I'm always <laughs> late to everything. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of runs, I mean, this is kind of getting to the episode, but that first scene with Matt running in like the fog with the trees and the foliage. I mean, I love mornings. I would not classify myself as a morning person, but I would say that I love mornings. I would wake up early every single day to run in that. That was beautiful. Yes, I I couldn't agree more. Is that when... I don't know if that's the very first thing in the episode, but I just thought I think that that might be. I didn't have any notes for the first part of the episode. I was really bored until Victoria showed up, to be quite honest. Same. Usually I like the second episode, but this one was kind of boring. Actually, it starts out weird again. It starts out with that cold open of them at the rose ceremony. Oh, yeah. And like I, I watch on Hulu, so I watch on my computer. And I knew, I learned my lesson this time. The only reason I was like, to do something wrong was because you could see girls who had roses and I was like they wouldn't they wouldn't show me who has roses yet this early but I was like oh yeah they did do that I wow you have eagle eyes I was not paying attention that closely but there I feel like they really are trying to like change up the format right now (laughs) I don't know but the only reason I noticed they had roses is because Brie helped Sarah when she was passing out and Brie was holding her rose which like yeah I would have guessed Brie got a rose that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah. So I was wondering, like, is Brie a doctor? I don't remember her job. I have no idea what any of their jobs are, except for MJ. True. I just, and Victoria, obviously. Does she sell luxury real estate or did I make that up? Is that what Matt does? <laughs> no, she's a queen. <laughs> I don't know what she does. Actually, no, her bio on ABC says she started multiple businesses in the health and beauty space. That's where Tasha works. I don't feel like that means anything, but great. Thank you, ABC. I will love to also start a bunch of businesses in the health and beauty space. Yeah, I I get it. Viable ones, but like I'm a business owner in my bio. I think that that's smart. You just have to present what you want people to believe about you. 
I'm manifesting it. Yes. Yeah. I've been manifesting a lot lately. It's really good. None of it's panning out, but I'm manifesting. So we have weird cold open and then it cuts to him on this run in the beautiful fog and the girls walking. Oh, and a Peloton ad. And the girls start walking to their chateau or the mato, as Chelsea calls it. It's just stunning. Nima Colon is beautiful. Can't get over it. I looked up the resort just to see what they have on there because I was curious as to like what kind of dates. They have a safari. A what? Yeah. A safari? A safari. Through what? Like on the grounds. They have their own airport. They have a safari. They have like rock wall climbing, ropes course, skeet shooting, obviously ATVs. We saw that. Um, A lot of hunting options, but I kind of doubt they'll do a hunting date on The Bachelor. I also would not want to watch that um ice skating like an outdoor ice skating rink uh cross-country skiing regular ski slopes like all this kind of stuff yeah it's a big resort I, I have in my notes later down but I'm just gonna say it right now since we're on the topic what is the budget of this season compared to the bachelorette <laughs> Cynthia Rowley just funded them is what's happening kids gonna make final two I mean like, what is going on? They had pool party dates, and those pools had obviously like the handicapped railing. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, here's a wood powered hot tub. Here are fireworks. There weren't any fireworks last season. What was that about? Were there none? I don't think that there Not were. Even I might the... be wrong. I, f- I might be were wrong there? about this, but I feel like when she was on a date with Brendan. And they were you on the Ferris right. wheel. But also, I feel like that's dangerous. You're right. I, think right. I realize there are completely different spots of the, the sky. Desert. But like, yeah. Fireworks. Oh. <laughs> feel like they would just collide. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I guess that is true. But I don't know. I don't but really yeah, know. Like, this season is are. doing so much. And last season was so little. I know. And I get that it was their first quarantine season. But looking to just is a big resort but it doesn't have variety well they wanted claire out they wanted they knew that we hated claire and they wanted us to make like they wanted to make us hate claire and they wanted to bring taisha in so that they had more than one black bachelorette you're not wrong no which makes me sad because both of those girls in my opinion even though i didn't love claire's season i feel like she would have made a better bachelorette had she gotten a better edit I couldn't agree more. I I didn't love Claire, but I like her because of how much the franchise wronged her. Yeah, maybe that's why I like her. Agreed. <laughs> okay, we're going to off topic. So immediately these girls, they must have, the producers must have asked them questions with the word sorority in it because they're all saying like, I've never been in a sorority. I've never had roommates. Or Victoria says like, I'm here for Matt. I'm not here to be in a sorority. Like, yeah, I have what's Twitter. with all the sorority references. Are great. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm just like, half of you girls were in a sorority. Like, you can't tell me you weren't. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's like, but at the same time, I think that all the girls talking about sororities don't know what a sorority is. They've never no. been in one. Although I do kind of feel, so I felt like Katie, because I think it was Katie and Victoria who made the sorority comments. Katie was 100% that girl was like, no. I am not joining sorority. Not for me. I'm one of the guys. No, I also that person for a year until I joined. Well, in my mind, Katie went to a university and she was like, I'm not joining a sorority. I wonder where she went. Pretty sure she has, like, she works at a bank or something. I feel like she had Mm -hmm. to have gone 
it's cool. I don't really know anything about working at banks. And then Victoria, I feel like tried and then just like didn't mesh with people. Clearly we see she's having problem meshing with groups of girls. And so then was like, took that anti-sorority stance before someone else could like take it for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Say, hey, you know, I don't know if you would be a great fit. She was like, I don't want to be in a sorority. Like, yeah, okay. that was, she was really, she was getting good advice but she just didn't want to take it like she's not ready for it yeah also did you see that um she hired like a confidence coach who then spilled all of the tea about her on tiktok oh my gosh that is an awful confidence coach i I don't really know about confidence coaching ethics really know but that has to be against it right well even then like if I see, oh, I'm looking for a confidence coach. Oh, you spilled all of the information about your client on TikTok? Yeah, pass. Thanks. I'm not going to go to you. Seriously. <laughs> Very weird. So Chris comes in looking suave as ever. He says, all right, ladies, there's going to be three dates this week, two one-on-ones and a group date, and they start right now. Boom. Whips out that date card, reads it, says, Brie, love is an adventure. Brie goes, I'm wearing my worst outfit, which is hilarious because she looks like she's a Revolve model. Yeah, she looks great. I, I'm literally looking at her and I'm like, I want that shirt. Oh, and then I like, felt insulted. Yeah, but when she said it though, she was wearing like a dress and a leather jacket and sneakers, and I was like, that's your worst outfit. That's probably the nicest thing I would own. <laughs> like, I'm wearing sweatpants right now. I'm wearing pajama shorts right now. <laughs> Love that. See. Yeah. Also, thinking about that though, because you'd never know who's going on a date. Some of those girls were in like athleisure clothes. It's like, you need to stay prepped and ready. You never know when a date's going to come. I yeah. feel like normally they have time, though. Yeah, and for some reason this clothes. season. She did, didn't she? Yeah. She could have gotten another outfit. Oh, Brie. I don't know. She looks good no matter what she's wearing, though. And I loved that sweater outfit. Also, is it like me not knowing what's cool? Is it cool to tie a sweater across? Because I've never seen someone except for people on Pinterest do it. And I'm going to start doing that. I think that it is cool. I can't pull it off. I think you could pull it off, though. I think I could pull it off solely because, like, I don't care what other people think about my fashion choices, so I just try it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it because I have a sweater vest thing like that anyways. It's like, eh, I might wear the exact outfit she was wearing. And they hop on some four-wheelers. ATVs are so dangerous. Why don't they have anyone teaching them? She goes, I've never been on it. And then they just let her on? No, I know. It's like, listen, I've been on many ATVs in my day. Like, I am from Yeehaw, Florida. (laughs) I know my way around a four-wheeler. But, like, at this point in my life, I don't, you know? (laughs) And I feel like I need some training. This is unsafe. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I've ridden on a lot of ATVs in my life. But it's been a minute and I wouldn't yeah. like hop on and be like, yeah, I've done this before. No problem. No, I would hop on and say, hey, can someone show me what I'm doing so I don't die? Well, and it's Thanks like if you think for a second that my uncle didn't hitch a trailer to his four-wheeler <laughs> and my cousin and I would lay in the back and just have him pull us around, you were you were thinking wrong. But we it's never once – we it is. And we never flew off. So – they did not know what they were doing. Florida man knows what's up. Also, speaking of Florida man, last episode, I kept talking about him like he was from Jupiter. He's from North Carolina. Tyler's from Jupiter, so I assumed. 
No, I kind of thought he was from Florida too. I also uh, felt like he had, you know what? No, his accent is nicer than a Florida accent. No, that's fair. He has a North Carolina accent. So I guess they must have met in New York and then they just quarantined together in Florida. I don't know. I guess so. But really quick tangent, you know, the goose. Yeah, he of has course. such a Florida accent. That's all. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is just going off of that. <laughs> but him and, um, Connor from Becca I know. Kufrin. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. They're both from Florida. Connor, he's from, Chris is from Orlando. Connor's from Clearwater. We have, okay, this is like a deep dive. So one of my friends is in love with him, thinks he's like the most handsome guy that's ever been on The Bachelor. So we found like photos of him apartment, of his apartment, like on his Instagram of him, like we looked at the umbrellas. So, and also a photo of like him saying he's at this cafe across the street from his apartment. We found the cafe on Google Maps and Clearwater. I mean, obviously we lived right there. And then we scrolled through all of the apartments nearby until we found the right umbrellas so we could figure out where he lived. Like that's, we should not have access to the internet, but I can now tell you where he lives. No, you're really, you're admitting to stalking right now. I know, but it wasn't for my sake. It was for her sake. I don't care about him. Well then, yeah, I think you've committed no crime if it wasn't exactly. for you, you know? <laughs> Out of passion, it doesn't count. <laughs> that is what that is what I hear them saying. I have almost a pre-law minor. I took two classes and I can guarantee <laughs> that as well. I'm just going to start saying that I have almost a blank minor. Like oh, yeah. the amount of like two random classes that I've taken. <laughs> I like to say I have a nursing minor because I did a year of nursing school, even though you can't minor in nursing. Oh, I did over half of that elementary ed degree. I say all the time that I have an elementary ed minor. I do not. Oh, yeah. Well, but I think I should. I learned this because I just got my diploma a couple weeks ago. Your minors are not on your diploma. <gasps> yeah. Doesn't that feel like a waste, waste of a minor? Why did I get it? Adding a semester. I could just say it. And they'd never know. I'm not saying scam people, but I will. <laughs> God, we are. We have been okay. I don't know how <laughs> long, but we to... are maybe 10 minutes through this episode. Not even. <laughs> so uh, Brie gets on this four-wheeler. The girls apparently have to go out and watch them, which is kind of weird in my opinion. And immediately Victoria is so triggered. She hates these girls. She says she has no person skills. She says to their face. Uh, I'm just so tired of being with the group. You are talking to the group. Why are you saying that? Yeah, she she doesn't know who her audience is ever. Well, she does. She knows it's the viewers. I love to watch her. Her fourth audience game. No, I love to watch her. She was the only entertaining thing that happened in this episode because yes. as much as I want Lee to find love, I kind of hate one-on-one dates because they're boring. I uh, do too. And she's, she's immediately like, uh, I just when Brie gets a date card too, like going back a little bit, everyone else is cheering for her. Oh no, this is here now. Everyone's cheering, like, oh, I'm happy for her. And she goes, I don't know, Brie. Like, I don't have that little friendship that you guys do, but like, um, I'm not happy. And Jasenia, a queen, I love her after this episode, was like Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, she was really cool. And she goes, Oh, well, um, I'm capable of being happy for others while processing my emotions. Very pageanty answer, like nice. Oh my gosh, like, fully. Love it though. And that's so true, especially when you're that early on in the game. I don't think I would be jealous. Like, 
I'm, I don't have feelings for Matt. I've talked to him for 30 minutes. Actually, no, I would be jealous. I'm so competitive. <laughs> See, I am competitive, but I hate competition. So it's been a goal of mine to not be competitive so that I don't get that anxiety from competitions. Oh, that's such a good goal. I, I mean, I think that outwardly I would be like, oh my gosh, girl, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. But like on the inside, I would be like raging. Well, and if you've seen the show enough, like we have, we watched how many seasons, you kind of know that the show is not about you finding love. The show is about the lead finding love. So if you like phrase it like that in your head and you like reframe it and go, oh, I want him to find love. Like, that's why I'm here to help him find love. And maybe it's with me, but more importantly, I'd like a million Instagram followers. Then I just feel like your entire way you're coming in, it is different. That is very true. That being said, they would fall in love with me. I'm charming. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Thank you. But Victoria is just a mess and I love it. I loved everything she said during this part. Also, I do feel bad for her. Like she needs a little more powder. I don't usually comment on people or try not to comment on people's looks very often. But as a very oily person, I just was like, honey, please. Elf powder is $6 and it works relatively well. Oh, bad. Um, Victoria is already sick of them. Anyways, back on the date. Brie doesn't know what she's doing. Matt, and so she's going slow. Matt has very clearly been on a four-wheeler. I'm sure him and Tyler Cameron own matching ones, maybe with their names emblazoned on the side. He's out here swerving all over the place. So she hops on his four-wheeler. I would like to reiterate, four-wheelers will kill you. And he flips them off. What if that four-wheeler landed on why did the resort keep letting them drive it afterwards? Yeah, like that's so dangerous. That's I feel like there were a lot of liabilities that they put on this date. Yeah. But that's fine. I don't know. I was just like, what? Like you could have died. He's trying to apologize to Bree's mom. No, you need to apologize to Bree. What? Seriously. <laughs> Although that was very funny. I thought that was kind of charming. Like his in the moment where he's like, Mrs. Bree, um, I'm so sorry. I will protect your daughter from now on. <laughs> also, this entire day, all I could think about was how she's ruining her clothes and her white sneakers. Like, she, I'm sure she planned to wear those white sneakers a lot and she will not be able to again. You're right. Wow. That's so tragic. Right? I know. My heart hurts for her. Um, and for her revolve closet. <laughs> So they finally pull up to this. I guess they let them back on the four-wheelers, even though clearly Matt should not be driving. Clearly he shouldn't be. I also wondered how they picked up that four-wheeler, because um, Matt's pretty strong. He probably lifted it himself. <laughs> he probably just did it off his own. They pull up to this wood-burning hot tub. Classic Bachelor. Big fan of hot tubs in the middle of places where hot tubs Oh my gosh, no. I, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is like some Harry Styles fan fiction I read when I was 12. Like, (laughs) we go riding on four-wheelers, and he flips it. Like, and I'm so mad, and I'm like, I'm so uninterested in you. Like, you're the worst. I actually hate you. Um, And then we keep wandering, and somewhere in the woods, there's a hot tub. And I'm like, how does it even plug in? And he's like, oh, no, baby. Um, Let me show you this. And then he starts chopping wood. He starts chopping wood. Clearly, he has to do it shirtless because his sleeves would just restrict his movement. 
No, I mean, it really reminded me of um, a very specific scene in Avengers Age of Ultron when Steve Rogers is doing the same thing. I know and exactly I'm just what like, you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm like, well, after I've seen Chris Evans do it, I don't need to see Matt James do it too. I'm not going to lie. I feel like Matt James is more in shape than Chris Evans. Controversial take, but... I mean, consistently, absolutely. Matt but James I feel like no to when he's in like Marvel movie shape. I don't know. Matt James is shredded, but also secondary thought, when you date someone that's shredded, their food will be always be bland. They're going to eat like bland chicken and broccoli every day. I cannot do that. I love food. I mean, you're right. Yeah. So the most awkward scene, I expected them to put some music like down, 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 like in there as he's taking off his shirt and whacking at yeah. someone just standing there like oh wow yeah matt is the most attractive man i the see music, the music that they're playing eventually i my note is literally all caps what the fuck is this music <laughs> that's funny yeah they they're like kind of sticking with the normal bachelor music with like a little bit of like let's throw in some spice here and there and they really are yeah Matt, ever the gentleman, says, would you like to hop in the hot tub? Like, he asks her permission. We love a consenting king. Of course, she has to say yes, or she'll be kicked off the show immediately. <laughs> and so they hop in the hot tub, and I'm wondering, I'm like, did you guys have to, like, rinse off before you get in? You're covered in mud, or is there just now mud in this hot tub? I bet there's just mud in the hot tub. Also, I want to know, like, how I can rent a hot tub like that. I feel like they're for rent. Probably. Um, but... They joke around in the hot tub. I like his personality, I will say. I think I've met a bunch of people like Matt at like college events where they're just really hot, so you assume they're going to be mean, and then they're really nice, and you're like, oh. And like they become way more attractive because you expected them to be horrible. Oh, see, when a hot guy is really nice, I think I'm like, what are you playing at? I don't trust. No, but he's like the kind of nice that I trust. I don't know. I feel like I know a lot of people like Matt also know a good handful of people that look just like him too and so it's like you know what like I trust this wow that's so random I don't know that many hot people let me reframe I don't know that many hot guys fair I spent a good amount on tinder freshman year of college Mm -hmm. um but I like that he's joking around about like throwing them off and I don't know they seem to have like a I get patient and I have been vibes from them like you think they should like they everything should work but it's just something like they're maybe a little bit more friend vibes but similar to how Ivan felt about Tasha, I think Brie like doesn't see that but I think he might but Brie mm-hmm. is sending him Anna vibes she's like staring at him in the hot tub trying to get him to give her a kiss <laughs> but I like that Matt is not just like hounding every girl and immediately making out he's having real conversations yeah no I I mean, they did eventually make out. And throughout this episode, I was kind of like, he's been given a bachelor crash course, like after night one. Mm -hmm. Like he was sat down in that room with Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison starts by reading him his book. Yes, 50 (laughs) Candles. He reads him his book and he puts it away and he says, now, Matt, what do you think the moral of that story was? I've never, (laughs) I don't know what the moral is, but then he, I, I don't know, just like, did some weird like training where he had to keep his eyes open and like watch the screen and now he knows how to be the bachelor they made him watch sean lowe's season which is on hulu by the way in case it you is? sean lowe and then who was the bachelor after sean was it chris souls 
I think that that's right. I don't remember though. I I think as I told you, the first episode of The Bachelor I ever watched was Sean Lowe's finale, just randomly, oh, and yeah. I didn't start watching for real until Ben Higgins season. Yeah, it's season seventeen and eighteen, and I know seventeen is Sean Lowe, and I think eighteen is Crystals, but they're both on Hulu full seasons. Weird, which is weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we go back to the house to Daniel, and Victoria is talking to a producer, which is so funny, and she's like. I hate all of the girl power stuff. These girls are like, are you going to be tailspinning? Do you know me? No, I'm not tailspinning. She's doing the same thing I do when I'm incredibly anxious with her sleeve. I'm like, honey, drink some tea. Calm down. It's going to be okay. Like, yeah, we'll like I, you. You don't have to like immediately hate people. Yeah, I don't really... I'm trying to figure out who's going to like incite the major conflict with Victoria that's like no turning back mm-hmm. because I feel like they're all doing a decently good job being like, let's just not with her, which is weird. Like normally somebody would be like, I'm going to put her in her place and we I've... haven't seen that yet. Okay. So this is my theory. All of these girls are like around our age. I think the oldest one is Maggie and she's 30, maybe 31, mm-hmm. but for the most part, all of these girls are around our age. You and I, and at least most of our friends who watch, have been watching The Bachelor for a minute. So I would assume, you know, if you go on the show, you've probably been watching it. And at this point in their lives, you could have watched easily every season. Like, I think these girls just know what's up. They know, okay, if I get in the drama with this girl, I'm going to go on a two-on-one. Two-on-one people, even if you aren't the person that gets sent home, you don't make it very far. Like, that's just not what happens. I don't know anybody who's been on a two-on-one and then, like, won the season. I don't think that's ever happened. Bachelor data. Follow that Instagram, guys. That is a good Instagram. But, um, yeah, I have to see if maybe they have something about that, like, two-on-ones and then when they went home. But, yeah, I think these girls just know what's up. I think they know they're smart enough to say, don't get into this because – we just know what happens yes I yeah (laughs) yeah and I mean like she's already started her downward spiral like she did that night one but I oh my gosh she said not here to make friends and I that's a bachelor line yeah I'm telling you these girls I was like take a shot of my water like (laughs) (laughs) let me drink my hot tea (laughs) I feel like that could be a drinking game though like all of the lines that victoria like gives out like my personal favorite jumping ahead is when she's talking to marilyn she goes um i accept your apology but i don't forgive you yes oh my gosh she is queen of recycled one-liners i do love it so we see rachel serena and anna talking and anna's talking about like don't tell me i'm oh because victoria is saying like oh if you're excited for other girls you're fake you're a loser like, no, maybe you just, like, know how to be happy for other people. And Anna says, don't tell me. I'm fake. I'm just generally a positive person. And Anna is growing on me. I didn't think I'd like her. And her Instagram stories kind of annoy me, but also at the same time, I like them. Like, I watch them every time. She's I haven't checked out her Instagram at all, but I will do that. Very influencer. But I like, mm-hmm. I also just like following influencers. Um, and I'm surprised we haven't seen more of her and Matt because I felt like they were going to have a connection. But I kind of like Anna. Um, but Victoria's for real talking about this girl. She's literally already spiraling. I was hoping that would happen maybe episode three so we could get a couple more episodes of her out. But I think that Matt's going to say no. She needs to go home quickly. So back on the date, Bree is talking about... Okay, so they're at the dinner portion of the date. Um, 
so Matt asks her, like, tell me a little bit about your family. Bree kind of opens up and says, like, so this is the deal. My mom had me or got pregnant at 13 years old. My jaw was dropped. So I didn't catch this in the first watch. I didn't. So I was just wrote, like, mom had her single mother. The second watch when I caught that, thir- 13. 13 years old, I was shook. 13 is 13. I had transition lens sunglasses and I wore cargo shorts. No, 13 is when I like, I feel like I officially put all my American Girl dolls away. I easily was still watching Disney Channel at 13. Like, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, what's happening to Austin and Allie this week? (laughs) No, but like 13. I mean, my mom is obviously very young. Me and my mom are 19 years apart, but 13. Yeah. Her mom's like, what, 37 right now? Yeah. she's 24, I want to say. Oh my god. All these girls are 24. So not only that, not only did her mom have her at 13, she now, and tell me if I got this wrong, because it sounded to me like she didn't know this. She finds out during quarantine that her mom is pregnant and engaged. Yes. Yeah. Did it sound like she didn't know that? It just like was sprung on her? Oh, I didn't, I don't. I don't think I took it that way, but I really, I only watched this once, so that very well. Well, because the way she says it, she was like, and then in 2020, which I'm like, it, she must have been like cognizant that this was going to premiere in 2021, because she said, in 2020, I found out that my mom was engaged and pregnant, and now I feel like I don't have a home to go home to. So it kind of made me feel like they were like estranged. Oh. Which was odd. And I mean, if you grow up with, I mean, I grew up with a single mother most of my life. I don't know. I felt like we're pretty close and like, we wouldn't be estranged just randomly. I don't know. So I feel like there's more. And I wish Matt had asked more questions. And he may have. I feel like Maybe Matt's he genuine did, enough because yeah. he did ask good questions. No, he asks really good questions. Yeah. And I like that he asked, like, okay, well, what about your dad? Is your dad in the picture? Like, tell me about that. And they bonded over, like, her saying, yeah, everyone always asks me, like, but you still love your dad even though he's not in the picture. And Matt really resonated with that. And I liked that – um he started to say, yeah, I gravitated towards friends. And she finishes his sentence. I'm like, oh, wow, you yeah. guys cut from the same cloth, whatever that saying is. I don't know. That's right. We have a lot in common, though. And I also feel like we've seen a lot of divorced parents or, like, single parents, PTCs. But I feel like this is the first time they've really had this conversation on the show. The first time that we've really seen people talking about, like, yeah, I don't talk to my dad. Yeah, it's been... Like, this is, I don't know, I feel like you normally see, I grew up by a single mother, and because of that, um, I'm hesitant to open walls because, open up because I saw her boyfriends break her down. Like, I don't know, I kind of feel like we see that a lot, but I don't feel like we see this just intimate of a conversation about this topic. Yeah, no, I really felt like, and I even, like, put down when I was watching this, I was like, this isn't, like, a personal tragedy, so pick me. This is Mm -hmm. just, like, this is what my life has been. And it's like, yeah, I get that. And I'm like, is this perhaps one of the most genuine seasons of The Bachelor? No, I 100% agree, too, because, like, like I I know I said this, maybe we should unpolish this first episode because I went pretty hard for people with divorced parents. But um, like I said this too, where it was like, okay, if you're like one tragedy is your parents are divorced, like, yeah, I can get, I definitely get that that affects your life, but that's the defining moment of your life. But this is a real like actual defining moment. Like having a mom that young, her mom was in high school while she was in elementary school. Oh my God. 
like when she went into kindergarten her mom was what 18 yeah and i've been watching a lot of teen mom too they put it they put two seasons on netflix um i'm almost done with it i started this last week and like oh my god 13 these girls are like i was 17 when i found out i was pregnant which is still young don't get me wrong don't get me wrong but i feel like i could have handled it at 17 but 13 and 17 are worlds apart in like development oh yeah like 17 and what would be four years older than that like my math is 21 oh so like yeah those are also worlds apart in development like don't get me wrong I'm definitely a much different person than I was at 17 but it's less yeah and like I feel like my capability to handle something like that has not the difference is now I have a degree and I have you know like places to live like the difference is just like I'm more of an adult I have like yeah like I know more yeah I just know yeah but at 17 I probably would have been okay I mean I think I would have handled it fine yeah like I'm coming up on 21 and I don't necessarily feel much more equipped to handle a child than I did at 17 but I can tell you that at 17 I'd feel much better about it than at 13 when you're literally still a kid like when people talk about teen moms and they're like you're still a kid and it's like well you're a teenager and like those are different developmental periods like they're very different you're Mm -hmm. still a kid sure but in a different way 13 you're still a kid I know that that's also a teenager but no but like you're still a kid that's the thing like 17 and 21 yeah I'm much more mature at 21 than I was at 17 but like my ability to handle it's not that different at 13 and 17 wildly different not only is my maturity way different between those two my ability to handle it would have been way different like just no I wouldn't know what to do at 13 at 17 I probably would have known what to do yeah no and as I'm watching Teen Mom 2 when they have like these reunions they give all these facts about teen moms to like I guess prevent teen pregnancy anyway when I was a kid I definitely was like well, if I get pregnant, at least I can go on 16 and pregnant. But that's another that's another story for another day. No, I like that. Yeah, I agree. But, and they're just like talking about, you know, how like kids of teen moms like have it pretty rough. And I feel like Thank Bree's you. doing pretty well. I feel like she's pretty well adjusted. She's very well adjusted for having such a young mom. Yeah. So props to Bree's mom. Yeah, it sounds like Bree's mom did a good job. I mean, from what we can tell, I mean, apparently now they might be estranged, but otherwise. Perhaps, but yeah. Turned out, she also may have just done a lot of like caring for herself after she left the house. Like maybe she like left at 18 or something and, you know, really made it a goal to care for herself and learn how to like, okay, these were problems I have. But anyways, we're way deep into her life. Yeah, so we go <laughs> back to Victoria. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Real quick before that, um, she's telling him like, oh, if I find someone, if this process works and I get married to you, which I kind of like that she said if, and then he's like, oh, haha. well, can I toast, you know, makes a toast, gives her the group date rose. I noticed they toasted with water, which I thought was weird. Um, Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, they had like water cups. Have we seen Matt drink at all? Matt That's James is an alcoholic. I, d- I don't know anything about Matt. Yeah, we've I'm seen him just... drink because... Oh, wait, uh, no, we definitely have seen him drinking. Yeah, during <laughs> but I was just thought maybe Brie or something. Or maybe it's just hot there. Well, no, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not going to judge people. I don't really drink, and I know you don't, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, back at the house, the group day card is about to show up, obviously. Victoria's complaining immediately in the group while waiting for the card that she wants to be on this group day because she or she wants to be on a one-on-one because she hates the group 
love that she tells that to the group (laughs) yeah I was just like I was crossing my fingers I was like please be on this group date because like that's more entertaining you knew she was going to be on this group date they would never yeah so um Alana we get an ITM where she says I don't want people to gang up on her which I like that they're conscious of that maybe the girls just feel bad because they're kind of conscious they're like well we all dislike her she says I don't want to gang up her but sorry she needs to stop being an idiot she says yeah Yeah. (laughs) so date card comes and it is the longest date card I've ever seen we have Chelsea Serena P Abigail Sydney Ileana Kristen Lauren Jasenia Serena C Kit Kylie Katie MJ Mari Piper Rachel and Victoria the card says, I'm looking for the one. That's the laziest, like, a date card I've Chris Harrison, ever get it seen. Together. Yeah, that, that was so lazy. Bracelets for Victoria Night One. They just couldn't think of good date cards. <laughs> um, Victoria immediately says, don't be negative tomorrow, Don't be guys. negative tomorrow. <laughs> like, none of them are being negative. You're literally the most negative one seriously i was like the self-awareness is not here she her levels of emotional intelligence (laughs) bennett wow bennett could really tell her what she is deficient in bennett would have the thing is i feel like i don't know i feel like bennett kind of might get along with her i don't know how to explain it they would either balance each other out or like not not at all who knows yeah who knows? Oh, back in the day, I skipped ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt says he feels authentic when he's trying to break down his walls in this experience. I like that. I like that he really does seem like he made it a goal and is trying to do that. And he gives a real reason for giving her the rose. He's like, I, you shared these things with me. You seem very strong. I admire these traits about you. Here, will you accept this rose? I don't know. I just like that. I could see them being happy. Like I said, I think they're more friend vibes, but I also think she'll make an amazing wife one day. Yeah. Yeah, then we get fireworks, and Anna, our um, aware queen, you know she's obsessed with the show. She goes, yeah, they're probably making out right now. Because they're always making out. They pay for fireworks, and then they don't look at them. They just make out the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, see, I couldn't do that. I would be like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Look, look. Oh, my God. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, I love fireworks. Yeah, no, I'd be like, this can happen anytime this is going to end so Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and one of the girls back at the house says oh that means she got a rose that sucks like you know just kind of like i don't know i didn't feel like it came across as a very jealous thing she was just like no it was like a numbers thing which i respect yeah exactly and victoria's like see now you guys understand you guys were being so mean to me earlier literally i I don't even feel like anyone is like trying to like get her to say these things. She's no. just getting there herself. Like, I feel like some people it's producer manipulation when they become the villain. This is genuinely who Victoria is. I imagine they're trying to like rein her in. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, we want this to blow up later. Hold yeah, it back. They're, they're like, Matt will not continue to keep you if you keep acting like this. We need it to just, get him- like it'll be too obvious. Like anyway (laughs) yeah and she's saying everyone is so rude and okay so they get into this discussion tell me if this made sense to you because it did not make sense to me about like don't speak for the group and when she says like all of you guys and people like don't say all of you guys like 
obviously that's just a generalization i feel like that was kind of nitpicky on all it really their- was like i was just okay calm down and i don't know i felt like they took that a little too far and so someone's like, okay, well, who has been rude to you? What do you, what have you been saying? And she looks at Marilyn and immediately was like, um, you were rude to me. I'll bring that up right now. You said you wanted to pick my brain and see why I acted the way that I acted. Feels like a very normal thing to say. I feel like I would say that. The way Victoria said it came across really rude. Mm-hmm. But if I think about that phrase, like if I had a roommate, I had roommates that I didn't know. And I said, I would love to just like sit down, like we can pick each other's brains, you know, kind of get to know each other a little better, you know, see like yeah that's a thing people say yeah like, that's I just like a, that. a phrase that's but the not way insane that it came yeah. across very rude it came across as like i'm gonna be a scientist and cut your skull open and get your brain like that kind of like yeah and i mean tone really changes a lot but like marilyn when she speaks i've like never heard someone speak in such a gentle manner like yeah. she seems so kind i'm like if you're going to try to like take someone down why her yeah, and she definitely seems like she said it like, hey, I would love to sit down with you and just like, we can pick each other's brains and maybe get some coffee afterwards. You want, do you like crepes? Like, you know oh, I mean? for sure. Like, I don't know. And everyone else like vouching for her. Cause at first I was kind of like, mm, Marilyn, are you kind of sneaky mean? But then everyone yeah. vouching for her later made me realize like, no, I don't think she is. No. And, but Marilyn immediately is like, no, I said it. I said I wanted to get to know you better. Victoria's like, I didn't just make those words up. She did make those words up. <laughs> Even if she didn't, like, Victoria, calm down. They're not bad words. Like, she didn't and, do anything else. Yeah, you could have made the tone up. Like, yeah. And Victoria says, and that's a game changer. Psychologically disturbed. How? In wh- how? Houseway? In we, what way? Like, we what? usually don't get psychologically disturbed. In the second episode, Chad from JoJo's season was psychologically. He dis- was psychologically disturbed. This very that sweet, would- gentle, beautiful woman is not. No, no, and it's also I don't, I don't want to call Victoria psychologically disturbed. Like, no, I'm not don't get me wrong. Far, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm thinking it. I'm just not going to say like, it. Like Chad. Chad had problems. I don't oh, I don't know about Victoria. I don't think Victoria has the same problems Chad has. No. I think Victoria might have like some bad anxiety issues. Yeah. But it is just like the one who's coming off the worst. And again, I think she's doing this to herself. Oh yeah. Like, like I, it's not like an Olivia on Big and Higgins season when mm-hmm. we got to her. Yeah. Like know yourself is what I have to say to Victoria her self-awareness is just not there not there yeah so end of the night Victoria decides she's gonna sleep on the couch that killed me that was the funniest thing when she drags her blanket and her suitcase out to the living room and I'm surprised that the couch was good enough for the queen. Like, I'm surprised that she didn't kick me out. She's definitely slept on a lot of strangers' couches. Like, that is someone true. felt bad for she her just... and, like, took her home. And then she just, like, slept on their couch and she woke up and she's like, ah, I can't believe you wouldn't offer me extra water last night. You don't have Pedialyte. Like, that's the way it comes across. 
Yeah, but like she doesn't leave. Like she's there for a couple days. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I also wrote here in my notes. I feel like there's no producer manipulation. She's just that crazy. Yes, we have. Okay, great. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, I, like a lot of stuff. I think producers do. I don't think. I don't even think producers have to like egg her on at all. I think producers are sitting back and going, "This is the best person we've ever cast." Probably. She's not going to cause them lawsuits. She's not like Chad, where like they had genuine lawsuits because of him. Yeah. No, like, oh, she's just going to be a good episode. So the girls are now out on their date. They're using matching umbrellas, which I thought was so cute. And our boy, Frank LaCosta, love to see him as photographing Matt. love him. Love Frank. Love him. Uh, I want him to photograph my wedding. No, I agree. And this is like way too much. I want him to photograph. Like, you know how people are like birthing photographers? Mm -hmm. I feel like he would be just the right presence I need in the room when I give birth. And I would like him to be my birthing photographer. No, I agree. I feel like he... I'm sure he's never been a birthing coach, but he no, could be right my birthing coach. Yeah, because he's like, he would be the doula. Like, I don't need a doula who's like, all right, breathe. You know, you're going to be like, no, I need a doula who like, is a little zany, a doula who's just going to distract. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Frank. Also, I felt bad for these girls because you know that Rain is messing up their hair. Yeah. But Franco has some wild energy. He's in a stunning pink coat. He's got his hair up. He's got blue highlighter on, I'm pretty sure. And he says, for, well, Matt introduces it and he's like, I'm a very visual person. I'd like to see what we'd look like on our wedding day. And so the girls have to go and pick out wedding dresses. They have 10 minutes to go pick out their outfits. My anxiety would be off the charts. No, I would be breaking down. And like my in the moment would be like the dress that I pick says everything about me. But like this girl picked the dress I wanted to pick. So what do I do at this point? Mm-hmm. Like this is where they'd break me. Yeah, when Mari was like, oh, do you like any of these? And she had multiple to try on. You're going to try on multiple in 10 minutes? No, go, go, go. Grab it. Grab your accessories. Get dressed. But also, I know in scenarios, because my anxiety fuels me, I'm always the first one ready. That's true. I I thought that Victoria would go for a ball gown. I think she just chose the most, like, I don't know. Like, it gave me queen vibes, but maybe just because she was wearing it. I don't know. I and then honestly, I didn't. Okay, you could only see her really briefly at one point, but it was like a corseted bodice with like a floral skirt. It was like what I would actually want to wear at a wedding. It was the only dress I thought was like really pretty. Well, she has great taste. Yeah, she does. That's our runway model. I at some point I don't know where this is, but I have a quote from Victoria. Oh, I love this. Yes, the girls found me intimidating, but that's what's going to stand me out to Matt. That's what's going to stand me out to Matt. Is she always drunk? Like what? Maybe she has that like syndrome when your blood always has alcohol. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. That's a thing, I'm pretty sure. But I'm hearing it and I feel like it would make a lot of sense here. Also, I just feel like there's Aperol spritz everywhere for her. <laughs> Every day suddenly has Aperol spritz on it. She just... I, did, I, I did notice um, when they were running around that Victoria was like, I got my crown. And MJ actually seemed very nice to her. And I noticed this a couple times through the episode where MJ kind of seemed like 
I don't know. I like MJ a lot. She seemed chill and she was just like, oh, good for you. Ha ha. Like laughed at it, like didn't make her feel bad, like kind of played along. And I was like, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see that like with Luke P, you could just tell everyone hated him in the house. So it was nice to see like, okay, I hope Victoria has people who like she doesn't feel totally ostracized. Yeah. And MJ also to me, like I'm getting the vibes from her where she's like, I mean, maybe I find love. That would be great. But she's like, I'm just here to be here. You know? Yeah. She's like, Neil Colin's super cool. This is a lot of fun hairstyling yeah. been down I can't open my salon yeah I get good vibes from her yeah I feel like she'll never be like riled up like she'll just no. be having a great time whenever yeah 100 she's kind of like the she gives me Becca Martinez vibes where she's gonna thrive yes. on group dates yes okay question for you would you would you wear a wedding gown I'm superstitious I could like I would try to pull one of those moves like I'm gonna wear a suit right now because I'm too superstitious I would not put a no wedding I gown. agree I have like the same thing written down I was like no I'm not when I don't know who it was, but someone was like, I've never tried on a wedding dress before. And I'm like, yes, and you shouldn't keep it that way. Yeah. Also, this now like kind of when you actually go to try on a wedding dress, when you go get married, it's like, oh, this isn't my first time in a wedding. It's like weird. Yeah. I don't know. I'm superstitious. So I would be like, oh, failed marriage. Sorry, can't do it. I'd be glad to be not on these dates this week. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't work out for me. Like, I would be kind of like having the same reaction Tasha had when she was putting on a wedding dress. Yeah, Tasha had an appropriate reaction. People say she's overreacting. No, that's appropriate. Yeah. So we get our girls going to get their photos. Starts with Jesenia. She gets a kiss. I think this is Matt's third kiss of the season. Mm-hmm. Big Jesenia girl. Happy for her. <laughs> like, Franco goes, Yes, drink him. What? Yeah. <laughs> I love my boy Franco. Serena goes next and they're fun and playful. They're posing. That's probably what I would do, I think, if I was any of these girls. Lauren, she does a little um, she's like sexy, sweet, cheek on the kiss, cheek on the kiss, kiss on the cheek. But like she has just like this vibe where everything she does is just hot. Mari, so pretty. I totally agree with Franco when he's calling her a goddess. 100 percent agree. Yes. She is stunning. Victoria just walks across in front of the camera. Royal wedding. It's real wedding time. I am I'm so glad that she just asserted herself. No producer pushed her. She no. chose that on her own. And like, I mean, I imagine when she has that garter, like she she was like, find me a garter. And like they only a had cut one. The sleeves off of yeah. a dress and like made it a garter. Like, nobody else is wearing a garter. You have 10 minutes and you're putting on a wedding dress. You don't think, where's my garter? I also just, that wouldn't even be like a, like, if I'm like, okay, I have 10 minutes. I'm like, dress, shoes. Maybe I'm going to grab earrings or like a tiara or a veil Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I'm grabbing dress, shoes, and hopefully earrings. But I'm not looking for a garter. It's not even that I'm not looking for it. It wouldn't have crossed my mind. No. Not like at it's all. Just not a thing I even think of. I kind of forgot they exist, and I will not no. be doing it at my wedding. Yeah, I hate the garter toss. Super weird. Bouquet toss, fine. So Franco goes, "All right, Piper next." And Victoria's like, "Royal wedding? Did you forget, Franco?" I, I'm just gonna love, gush on him all episode. Franco, of course, is like, "No, of course not. Come here." Yes, Franco, you f- didn't forget. He didn't forget. He's right. He just didn't want to do it. And Victoria's like, I have a little thing, you know, pulls out the guard or whatever. And then she goes in for this kiss and Matt is literally pulling away. It was, it was rough. It was so, she's like grabbing his face and he's like, 
like it was so sad to see and Matt is such a good sport he's so sweet but it was hard to see um we see a little bit of katie getting photos done and then chris comes in and he says staying married takes a lot of work like yeah we know you're divorced we get it you couldn't put in the work that's why you're dating lauren's even now not dating while you guys are taking blood sacrifices together to get the best bachelor news (laughs) i just fully believe they're not in a real relationship it's too big Uh, yeah no it's so weird to me sometimes i like fall down this rabbit hole of looking through one of their like feeds Mm -hmm. and I'm like what's happening here I regularly I don't follow Lauren Zeman but I regularly look at her feed yeah it's just yeah I I think that she's there for the news this is my alternate idea they're both in the same like we're wicked rich cult and in this cult the leader pairs up people together for the best advantage of the cult so the cult like has multiple business gains, maybe like he puts two business people together or she, you know, cult leaders can be women too. I'm with her. Um, But maybe like this cult person puts two business people together so that the cult can make the most money, has the best business strategies. And he put Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima together so that we can get the best entertainment news. I love that take. Yeah. Like I'm saying this with a, like a dead voice, A, because I'm tired, but B, because I fully believe this, like this isn't a joke. I will be right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and text um, Jess Ambrose, let her know. <laughs> text her by me DM and she'll never see it. I don't know. She actually responds to quite a few of my DMs. Wait, she are you serious? Yeah, she typically responds when I DM her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I say, we're best friends. She's on my close friends list. I just hope that one day she watches my stories. <laughs> I put her and Becca both on there. I put a lot of celebrities on my close friends list. No, I... The other day, I almost put Taylor Swift on my close friends list. I just find it kind of funny. Like, they're never going to see it. What if they do, though? It would make my life. Yeah, Becca and Jess are on there. Um, I don't know if you know who Lauren and Tanner Beeston are. They're other influencers. Um, Pretty much all my favorite influencers. Lauren and Ellie Bullen, Tegan Philippa, Haley Anderson... Quigley Goody. Yeah, they're all of my because they're like the influencers that I actually care about and I actually watch their stories a lot. Like I watch them pretty much every morning when I wake up. So I was like, whatever. I would like you guys to also watch my stories in the morning when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we are on a tangent. So um, Chris comes in and says, you know, it takes heart to get married. We get it, you're divorced. He steals Matt and Franco. The girls are like, what's going on? So they walk 300 feet into the woods, you know, just down the hill. And they get to play Capture the Heart. Now this, I would love. I would do great at this. Like the wedding portion of the date, I would I would not do well at. Like I don't really love taking pictures and then like in a wedding dress in front of like 17 other girls looking at you also in wedding dresses. Mm-hmm. I would disappear. But then when you introduce a competition, I'm... Ready. This is the competition I'm okay for. Yes. It's competition I know I can win. Yeah. And like there's such a clear goal. And yes. what's the yeah. what's the goal? What's the goal when you're all getting photographed next to a man in a suit? Like what's the goal? I know Victoria can figure out what no the goal. goal is, but I sure <laughs> can't. Yeah, no. I would love this game. I love MJ. I love her energy and her excitement for this. Like 
it would i would what i hope they would do is a montage with that montage where like the girls are cutting up their dresses and dipping paint i want the music ah, hey, ah. you know what i'm talking about yes the song. yeah that's what i want that's the music i want playing right then i think it's blood zeppelin i don't know it is that's gonna be why am i blanking on the name <laughs> i don't know it's the immigrant song yes thank you I, yeah. i'm like i run to this song a lot what yeah, is I run it to it. <laughs> That's what I want. I was like burning bras, like lipstick, doing the full. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want it more intense than it is. Uh, the team, it's a play for time. Team who wins gets more time. Of course, we get this beautiful line here where Victoria goes, I'm the queen and they're my gestures. <laughs> wow. When she called the other girls gestures, she didn't say gestures. I reround. She said gestures. <laughs> gestures i i mean i think that that like blood alcohol disease you're talking about it she must have it because they have a limit now on drinks that they will give them but she always seems drunk blood alcohol disease i just looked it up okay auto yeah please brewery. tell me if this is the real thing yeah because syndrome okay turns she has starchy, it starchy, turns sugars and starchy foods into alcohol I did a year of nursing school. I'm diagnosing her. <laughs> I don't know her at all. I know nothing about her medical history, but I think that she has this because she has passed the limit of drinks at any okay. given moment. Listeners, we just took a break real quick. While you were gone, I looked up her Instagram. Have you seen her Instagram? I haven't. Wait. She looks wait, maybe I have. Different. Will you send me her profile? Yeah. I was shocked. Great. I didn't think it was her at first. I was very confused. I, the only, the only person I think I've looked at on Instagram is Sarah because she looks exactly like Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Mm -hmm. David. (laughs) I love her. I feel like sometimes I watch Schitt's Creek and then I just start talking like her. I could see that happening. She has really kind of embarrassing. She okay, her most recent picture where she's in that like red dress that kind of looks like her, but then she do you see her sitting in that like it's kind of a sweat set, but it's like a sweater sweat set? Yes, I, I am. Like I'm like, who is she? Yeah, right? Like the one where she's like brushing the hair on her neck or something. I'm assuming, it's yes, like dry brushing. It seems like. That's like a face brush that I've I've had those before, but why this is she doing her neck? Yeah. What? I don't want to accuse her of photoshopping, but I photoshop a, like a ton. I know I actually have a picture that I'm going to send to you because I know you know how to photoshop and it's not even anything. It's like I have my a sweater tucked in and it looks kind of funny. <laughs> I was going to be like, can you fix this for me? I'm literally, okay, I'm about to send you, none of our listeners want to hear this. I don't care. I'm about to send you the most recent photo I posted and the actual photo. And you're going to be like, what? Oh my gosh, great. This is great, con- this is great content for, yes, an audio so, platform. <laughs> with red teams, gold team, red team, I did not take down who's on what team. All I know is that the red team is stacked because they have Piper, they have MJ, they have Victoria, who I think would be very helpful on this challenge. Oh, yeah. I I did note that they split up Chelsea and MJ, which I think is right. If they had been on the same team, they would have won. And I feel very firmly 
on that. Agreed. I agree with that. Um, MJ just has a great attitude about all of this. Piper, I get the feeling she played basketball from the way she's talking about forwards. Just, I think the term terminology she used made me feel like she played basketball. But she's talking about forwards will go there. They'll be our first line of defense. She knows what's up. Are you looking at the photo? <laughs> yes, to resume this tangent. <laughs> I'm just going to start like Venmoing you <laughs> to edit my photos. <laughs> I thought about doing it on Fiverr. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. You did such a great job. That's like Thank a key edit. <laughs> so they start playing. Kayla has some feet. She's straight running on the side. That's what I would do. Sneak attack. You run from yes. the side. Get in that way. I love this game. This like I want <sighs> to play after the flag in wedding dresses where I cover people in paint. Yes, that's that's how I would thrive. I love capture the flag. My youth group we used to do a lot of capture the flag like after church. Yes, and like I would dress to the nines at church. Like it was my fashion show. I was on stage. I was singing my songs praising the Lord, and I was in my dresses. high high heels. Mm-hmm. But I would just take them off. I would throw them in the nursery. And I would just capture that flag. Yes. And I, I am not afraid of tackling people. I do jujitsu. No. I love tackling people, actually. Like, I just, I don't know. I would love this date. Franco, the funniest part of this episode. Victoria was great. The funniest part of this episode. So Matt, Chris, and Franco are sitting up on this, like, judges, like, panel, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. There's not really judges in a game that has no rules. And they have Big Polly as the referee. And Franco just hops off in true artist fashion. He is dedicated to his craft. And he's trying to get photos of these women. And he is prancing in the forest with his gorgeous boots and his beautiful pink coat. Trying to get photos of these women in action. And like, you know that's not planned. Like, he literally, Chris Harrison seems so surprised. As Franco just, like, moved and was like, I have to get a photo of this. <sighs> Beautiful. I love that man. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> We see our drama. Rachel gets the heart. Rachel? I didn't I didn't I even know. write down who I thought it was Rachel. I wrote Rachel. Rachel gets a heart. MJ tackles her. Then Mari gets the heart and gets tackled. Literally everyone is ganging up on Mari trying not to get, let her get this heart. And what I'm assuming happened is while everyone was distracted by Mari, MJ went and steals the heart and books it back. MVP. But the actual most valuable bride is Mari, which I feel like she deserved. I would have given it to her too. Yeah. All of those girls tackling her while she's trying to steal this heart. Yeah, I get it. And so she yeah. gets to go in this night portion as well. And Matt, this is how you know he's never been on the show. What you're supposed to do, Claire Crawley didn't do this. What you should do as the lead, if you have one of these play for time like games, invite the other team. You're going to make them mad, a la Arya and Crystal. But then you don't have to deal with all the crap that happens later. But Matt doesn't Although, know this. She's like, oh, I guess they are the only ones they get to hang out with. Yeah, I mean, here's what I will say. It made the cocktail party much more bearable because there were 18 of them. Like, that's, that's a fair. lot. That's a huge group date. That's fair. But it just does suck if you are, like, one of the girls on the yellow team or gold team, whatever it was. Because you really don't. Can you hear the baby? I can. <laughs> he wants to come in here. Um, but it does suck if you're one of those girls because, like, they really aren't getting any time this week other than – because you don't get any time with him. Yeah, no, it does suck. Like, but, again, there were 18 of them. Like, Yeah, I mean, you probably weren't going to get that much time. All right, you conv- you've convinced me. They weren't going to get that much time anyways. When Rachel was crying, I was like, whatever. Rachel already cried first episode. I don't think it – when Katie was crying, then I started to take it seriously. Then I was like, okay, these girls might actually be pretty upset about this. 
I don't think yeah. I would be. I would be like, oh, praise the Lord. I'm so tired. I just want to be able to eat my Seriously. food. Seriously. Like, I would be like, yeah, send me home. I'm like, I've made it here. I've stayed in this beautiful resort that you've said a thousand times and I still can't remember the name of. Um, Nemecolon? Nemecolon? Sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Nemecolon, but I just like Nemecolon better. It's funnier. It does sound better. It does. But yeah, okay, I go home. So, yeah, I would have been down to go home after that. I probably would have been tired. It's probably cold. All the cocktail parties are like outside, kind of. I would have been like, all right, whatever. I definitely wouldn't have cried. No. And then Sarah gets the date card. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't even write that down. I I was very excited for Sarah, and I do feel like so far our predictions are pretty good. Yeah, I have. I mean, we'll spill the news at the end, but I have news about Rachel. I don't think she's gonna go as far. Or she might, and it'll just be like a Victoria Fuller situation. Yikes. Um, But we we go back to the cocktail party right after that. Yes. And Victoria, the entertainment is just great. She sits there and she's like, you know, I come off as like so confident, but believe it or not, I have insecurities. She's like, yes, I too have insecurities. I know, I know. I, was just like, I know that this will come as a shock. But and I'm like, yeah, that's called being a person and not being a narcissist. Like, welcome yeah. to life. I would say everyone has insecurities. Actually, I was watching this influencer stories and it was like, ask me anything. And someone said, what are your insecurities only asking because you seem flawless? And she just like went on this long thing about like, well, you know, like everyone has problems. Like not everyone can be flawless. So, you know, like I don't always have my makeup done and my hair done. And then just like didn't give any real insecurities. That's like, not yeah, an insecurity. You don't have an insecurity because you're literally stunning, but okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. Victoria is just, uh, I'm just not always that way. I do feel bad about her. I think if I was on the show, like, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like I'm the right size to be casted on the show. You and I both, like we're pretty like, let's just be honest we're like average american women like you know like we're it would not be crazy out of place to see either of us on the show but it would definitely occur to me the whole time that i was there like oh what if i look fat what if i look chubby? like that would just yeah. be in my head the whole time because yeah. these girls are all stunning yeah so i do feel bad for her about that but just the way she says it just makes it so hard yeah it's yeah. like I, I don't really know that a lot of women don't think about that you know yeah, I don't, like know. You're, I don't know. I mean, I would be on this show being like, how is my nose looking? Like I'm at a 45, right? Because like, that's my <laughs> ideal. <laughs> but Oh yeah, I would be doing like that the whole time. Listeners, you can't see, but we're both like posing perfectly to make sure our jaw like, lines. I, my physical therapist is always yelling at me because I'm like shoulders forward. And she's like, no, put your shoulders back, Leah. Like, that's why your shoulder hurts all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but the aesthetics, <laughs> but oh, the look, oh, the look, pretty. yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, but like I kind of feel bad about for her, but also it's just so hard to feel bad for her. But Matt was very nice about it. He not only says he's like, well, you look beautiful. He also says, and you look beautiful night one. Like that wasn't that felt authentic, even if he didn't 100 percent mean it. Like the way he says it comes across as very authentic. Yeah, no, and Matt has like I feel like genuinely like committed to memory everything these women have like said to him. I know. Oh my gosh, the 
we'll get to that later but the orchids yes. i didn't remember oh that no so we have a conversation with lauren where actually we seem to have a conversation with a couple of bb's conversation with jesenia where she talks about being infidel infidelity in her previous relationships it's emotional it gets a kiss uh lauren has a conversation where she talks about where she wants a man of faith and how her faith is really important to her and Matt kind of shares, and I think you and I can kind of relate to this, but like, oh, I, d- I don't really want to say I'm a Christian when it comes to dating because there's a lot that like people assume, but yes, I grew up in the church and I also want to be a man of faith. No, I have that. That's so relatable. Mm-hmm. Like you say Christian and like a lot of eyebrows get raised, which is valid. I mean, I also raise my eyebrows. In some yes, that. no, me too. Especially in <laughs> like, this modern era where yeah. Christian is synonymous with like racism. Yeah, because I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of problems in the giant community of Christianity yeah, with and a thousand different denominations and yeah. And just, for listeners listening, like I, I mean, I can't speak for you. Like I grew up in the church, and 100, percent I see problems with the church now. I'm like, oh, that's very racist. That's very homophobic. That's very white supremacist. Oh, big time. I mean, I went to a private elementary school. And I mean, it was just like 40 white kids in my grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, same. I went to a Christian school my entire life. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, um, it's something. So I, he's aware of that. And I think that that says a lot about where he might stand, even if we know like he's a registered Republican. I feel like it at least speaks to him being conscientious of how that might look. Yeah, I I kind of, I guess, get the vibes from Matt where he's like, I just believe in trickle-down economics, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with. But I'm like, if that's the only thing you're buying from the GOP, okay. Evaluate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But he tells her that he wants to be a um, um, man of God, man of faith, something like that, man of faith for her. And she ends up getting the group date rose for it. Just kind of surprised. I thought Justenia might get it, but you know, Matt loves himself a good Christian woman. He started this season with a prayer. He did. It's obviously very important to him. I yeah. It in that conversation is that when he says provide for your wife. I think so. I made note of that, and I don't know where. That was a same. That was a big eye roll for me. I would leave. Like. Yeah, for you and I, if someone says that, like, <laughs> my job as a man to provide for my wife, I would be like, I'm a breadwinner, honey. I'm going to have a doctorate soon, not soon, in like six years. But it's like, calm down. But I get where he's coming from. And also, I don't think it's a bad sentiment for a man to want to provide. It just, it makes me roll my eyes. Yeah. No, it's like I could be making minimum wage. And if a man said that to me, it'd be like, oh, honey, <laughs> I'm not oh, interested. Honey. Like, yeah, it just immediately like sparks up that like I yeah. don't need anyone. Yeah, but like I don't know. I didn't have that big of a problem with it. It like made me like same thing, kind of roll my eyes. No, like, yeah, it didn't. I think it says more about me than it does yeah. about Matt. I think Matt genuinely like is gonna be perfectly okay if his wife wants to work or if his wife makes more money than him, but he just wants to be supportive. Yeah, uh, it just like yeah, it's it's me and my stubbornness. Back to when I was in eighth grade and like. I had a class with my principal and she and all the other girls in my class ganged up on me and they were like, Leah, chivalry is it. And I was like, no, it is not. Oh, and yeah. like, I was on crutches. My pelvis was broken. And like, 
<laughs> my friends and I, we had this movie night and I went and I got a, a soda and I poured it into my cup and I was like, I didn't think this one through. And so I put the rim of the cup in my teeth Yeah, and I just yeah, crushed yeah. my way back, you know? Um, I just don't like people doing things for me. So again, yeah, more yeah. about me than about Matt. <laughs> I was going to say, is it us or is it us being eldest daughters, but you're not the eldest daughter. So just kidding. I'm not, I'm the youngest. I could keep going on this tantrum, but I mean, we've yes. so long, we um, still in a cocktail hour so next scene we see sarah on her date they're going flying in what sarah says this looks like the first ever airplane <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> that was really funny i enjoyed that comment I, I found that very entertaining um and during the date i mean i don't really have a ton on their like daytime portion it was they went flying they did kind of like yeah. oh, weird i was like why are they both in this front seat and I've been in many planes. I've been in biplanes, but I always think, why is there not a roof? <laughs> you fall out. I mean, you've flown with me. You know I hate flying. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, I've been in plenty of planes just like that, but I don't know. It still sketches me out when I see other people. Like, when I see it, when I'm doing it, I don't care. But when I see it, I'm like, oh, oh, that looks scary. But yeah. uh, during the day, he asks her, like, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. So they're doing, like, their little serious during the daytime. And she, smart play, saves her tragedy for the nighttime. She knows that while the sun is up, you can't talk about tragedy. No. So she just you says, have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Like, you be. show that you're brave by getting through the day. But then when it's nighttime, you start thinking about it. But you're so strong. Like, <laughs> I I mean, this was like a good conversation. Um, yes, it was. But I really, I really like Sarah. Um, and again, it was like another, like, not, hey, give me this rose because of this. It was like a real conversation. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. So at the nighttime, she pretty much opens up and says like, yeah, so when I was 19, my dad got diagnosed. She explains what Lou Gehrig's disease is, explains like, I thought it was really sweet when she said like, he brushed my hair and took me to school and now I'm doing the same for him kind of, that was nice. Yeah. I just don't have a ton on this date. Like, it was just kind of no. like, they went flying. I also was getting bored at this part of the episode, so I literally have three lines of notes. But it's like, Yeah, I started kind of boring. I do. Did, okay, did you catch this? So, Matt, I like that he does this before he gives them the rose. He, like, tells them why. Like, hey, you're really strong. I think I wrote, they strong and they bond over their faith. Um, so that's why he wants to give her the, the rose. And then he asks her, so what can I do to make sure that, like, you feel, I, can't, I wish I'd written out the exact quote, quote you feel acknowledged like you feel like I like you feel you feel like this process is worth it and not only is that like like if I was a contestant and the lead asked me that I would feel like I had it in the bag but that's also so conscious of the fact that she gave up a lot like her dad could die and she's here on this show and he wants to make sure like hey like this is worth your time yeah it was such a huge shift it really made me think of um on the bachelorette last season when Claire was still there and Yosef (laughs) was like I left my daughter she's like yeah I like I left my mom it's really hard and he's like no I'm not done (laughs) like it was just the polar opposite yeah how that conversation should have gone seriously (laughs) yeah but he gives her the rose do you have anything else on that date I literally have nothing I I really don't I like her she seems nice Uh, and then yeah, and then we're back to the cool. cocktail party yeah. before the the rose ceremony that we don't 
see but anyway Um, so mad about this to be continued so jessenia has some good insight about everything i think that her conversation with men her conversation with the girls she just talks about like you have to make the most of the time that you have and you have to be vulnerable in the options that you get because it's not like a normal relationship where you can kind of build up to that and the way she said it, it was like yeah we've heard that a thousand times on the bachelor but she's i don't know she gives very beauty pageant answers but i like her i do too yeah his time with abigail so cute so we're going through the cocktail party now my notes have slowly dwindled and just look worse and worse as we go so he talks to jessenia he talks to abigail and they make their little signal she's cute she handles not seeing him on the date really well where she's like oh i missed you but it's not like a why didn't you give me time it's very i statements you know yeah no this group i'm like actually enjoying watching i'm like i'm not getting my my fill of just like wild terrible moves poor interpersonal skills i'm like let me turn on some vanderpump rules for that once victoria goes home it's gonna be really bland seriously um but they they're cute they make little motions she's like oh i want like you know i'm gonna mess with my earring do like this and i want you to notice i didn't really get like the point of it but it was cute I, I think like, that, like, I feel like we missed some of that conversation, yeah, we definitely did. like, because, but also so smart. Yes. What a move. <laughs> because he can just, like, be casually giving a toast and just, like, because, you know, you know, he has it for Abigail. Like, she's probably going to be in top three. Like, I don't know. I like sure. that. I like her a lot. Yeah. Talk to Rachel. Rachel and him both kind of acknowledge that there's a connection. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. We see, we quickly see him talking to Chelsea for a split second, kissing Brie for a split second. And then we see him talking to Kit and she says, I just feel so comfortable with you. Which is a lie. Kit feels comfortable with no one. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly growing to like her more this episode. No, I, I like Kit. I mean, Probably yeah, she really didn't say lie. anything. I'm excited for there to be like last girls because i feel like she'll probably stick around for a bit mm, i think she's going home early really like i think i, I could see her hope home she next, does like maybe two episodes like not this episode not next episode but maybe episode after that yeah i feel like she'll be there for like half of it maybe or maybe alternate less, idea but... after victoria leaves they're gonna need someone to become the new villain no i think it's gonna be kit and i'm excited yes. to see it I just feel like she's not going to become villainous unless someone like she didn't like Victoria and said those things like petty things because Victoria like sparked that in her but she doesn't seem like the kind of person that would just start arguments or drama you know what I mean she's too good for that yeah I do feel like if someone starts it with her though I just don't know if anyone would this reminds me so we know she's a Taurus because we have the same birthday Right. who was the other one there's one more and we i was gonna be like uh devastating because it wasn't who like anyone super great that i was gonna tell you because i knew that you would be interested in that knowledge i yes i'd love to know i'm actually putting together one of my friends for christmas got me this set of four thousand piece astrology puzzles oh i love that i'm in the middle of putting one together and i just sit thinking about my chart you know thinking about the charts of others oh the other one actually is maggie just kidding that's good i don't know why i I, thought in my head it was someone bad honestly like who on earth is maggie like i don't know that pharmacist from ethiopia oh 
Yeah. Okay. We have not seen much of her. No, I have a feeling we probably won't. Okay, we were getting so distracted. Kit says yes. she feels comfy with him. So Marilyn comes up. I didn't really love Marilyn at this part because she just kind of came across as very insecure. She was like, do you even like me? Like, I just needed to know, like, wow, do you, like, even like me? Essentially, is all she's saying. But Matt, our, I don't know, knowledgeable, memorable king, says, I actually remember that your favorite flower is an orchid. Here's one on the floor. I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't. That was so random. That was, Yeah. <laughs> I respected but, that. I appreciate that he did that. Yeah, um, no, Matt so is good at being the Bachelor. Yeah, Matt is a good Bachelor, despite the fact that he's never been on this franchise. So Marilyn comes back to the group, and she shows them, and they're like, oh, he gave you flowers. And she said, yeah, it's my favorite flower. And she makes this joke. I thought it was kind of cute, where she was like, I should have said, oh, you need to put a rose in there. Like, I don't know, just funny, cute. Like, she's in a good mood, she seems. Like, I don't think I would probably be friends with her because she comes across as, like, maybe a little bit too insecure and emotional for me. But she seems nice. I like her. Victoria is so triggered that she got this flower. She's so mad that Marilyn got attention. When she calls herself an empath. <laughs> I'm an empath. Marilyn needs to go. Like Those are not related statements. I mean, the thing she said in this episode, I, she says, gestures. She calls herself an empath. I'm not here to make friends. I don't want to be in a sorority. I'm not here to make friends. I hate everyone here. I'm an empath, though. (laughs) What? Like, okay, if she's an empath. Don't want to make friends. I would love if she, like, after her time on the show, she's like, yeah, um, I came off so poorly because all of these women are actually, like, psychopaths they were here for the wrong reasons and it just was so draining on me because I felt exactly what they felt because I'm an empath also if you <laughs> say you're an empath you're so not you're not. Not see that also so like funny. this is a controversial take but are you an empath or are you just like unstable like <laughs> why can you not like stop yourself from feeling what other people are feeling are you an empath or do you not have emotional intelligence yeah like do you not have boundaries like what's the problem here because I don't think that it's that you're an empath I think so she literally goes I'm an empath and Marilyn is so toxic (laughs) it's just so funny to me so she (laughs) decides that she has to go tell Matt that Marilyn cried to manipulate her no, Marilyn cried probably because you pointed her out in the front of a group and said she was, what she call her, psychologically unstable, disturbed, right? Disturbed. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why Marilyn cried because you were really mean to her. And Matt handles this like a champ. Matt was like, oh, I'm really sorry if I didn't acknowledge your feelings and that you felt this way. He didn't have to say that. That was very sweet of him. I do. I did find it very funny when at the end he goes, "Can I walk you back to the group?" <laughs> he said, That's the "We're done." <laughs> That's the classiest way I've ever heard a bachelor say. I would not like to continue this conversation. But it's very Matt is just such a nice guy. I really do like him. I agree. But he handles it like a champ, and he went straight to the source. He didn't go talk to producers and say, "Oh, what do I do?" He knows how to handle conflict. He immediately grabs Marilyn. Yeah, it really, it made me, Marilyn was like, 
so upset by this. <laughs> it made me and sad. I just trust- Victoria sits down and she comes up in the group and she goes, guys, I have to tell you something or I have to tell you this. And all the girls, you can see them get excited. They're like, oh, drama. It's been so boring. We've been sitting here for five hours doing nothing. I would also feel the same way if I was on the show. And so they like all scoot over for her to sit down and she goes, I just told Matt, all these girls, bear in mind, are friends with Marilyn. He goes, I have to tell you guys something. I just told Matt that Marilyn is literally insane. And you see all of the girls go, hmm? Then MJ says, um, I don't know her super well, but I just definitely don't see her attacking anyone. Like, literally no one believes her. <laughs> it's so see, funny. Again, who does Victoria think that her audience is in this group? I don't know. Like, I, I just, she is a puzzler to me. <laughs> oh, so puzzling to me. So MJ, I keep writing MJ for Matt James in my notes, so I don't have to write so much. Not that Matt is very long to write. <laughs> so Matt grabs Marilyn, who I keep writing as ML, in case anyone wants to know. Um, immediately, they ask this conversation. He says, hey, pretty much Victoria told me this. What's up? And Marilyn, rightly so, is upset because, yeah, I would be upset too if someone told the lead that I was toxic and had no reason to. And she's like, um, I don't really know. It's not in my personality. Like, she kind of gave a basic answer. She should have said, why don't you go ask the other girls, see what they say about me? That's what I would have said. Do a poll. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just, she gave basics. It was fine. She handled it as well as she could yeah. have, I think. Yeah, and that hard. just, it doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you can't really prove that you didn't do something. You know what I mean? Like, you can't prove yeah. a negative. You can't prove you didn't say something right so it's just kind of in a difficult situation and victoria is just walking around telling all the other girls and she tells maggie and maggie's like and victoria goes why did you do that why did you why did you do this and maggie's like i just i know marilyn and i don't think she did that i'm not saying you're lying and victoria's like well she did and maggie's like maybe <laughs> she was maybe yeah no one's like i feel like victoria is just like really trying to start something but none of the girls were will bite and I feel like that's why she's just like she's going in even harder yeah but they're doing it well they're doing it without like directly attacking Victoria so Marilyn comes out and she says hey Victoria can I take you outside for a second and have a conversation and the rudest thing I've ever seen Victoria goes no you can sit right there and we can talk right here but I'm not going outside it's way too cold valid but the way you said it horrible yeah I oh Victoria and I love that immediately all the girls I think it's like Chelsea Anna and Kit are sitting on the couch and they go we'll give you space like they seem so excited and see what happens um so they is there a time it'll it'll stop it's (laughs) it's an alarm on this watch that I have that I don't know how to turn off um, I've had it for like almost two years love that anyway <laughs> so the, so Marilyn sits down and she barely gets her apology out she's like hey and she gives the apology you give when you have not actually it's the same apology my brothers and I give each other when like we don't care or when we don't think we've done something wrong hey I'm sorry that what I said um, or did may have hurt you or offended you um, I never did anything with that intention. 
And Victoria immediately, I accept your apology, but it's not good enough. <laughs> so we don't accept I accept your apology, but I don't forgive you. I just don't think we'll ever be able to see eye to eye. We're like oil and vinegar. And I said, that's my favorite salad dressing. I love oil. <laughs> I mean, Great I was surprised that she got that one out correctly. No, that's not. Well, no, it's not right. It's, it's not even water. right. It's oil and water. Oh, my oil gosh. Go, to great, go together great. It's just like how, how low the bar is for her for things that she says that it's like I sort of understand what she's trying to say and I'm impressed (laughs) but she just it's so sad and Marilyn is trying so hard and she's like why are you apologizing if you didn't do anything wrong Marilyn's like because that's what you do when you're nice even if you don't do feel like you did something wrong if you hurt someone's feelings you apologize that's like basic adult life (laughs) Like, if you hurt somebody, you apologize. And that's what Marilyn's doing, even if she didn't try to. And also, I love, we didn't note this, Victoria will not sit on the same couch as her. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice. That's so funny. Wait, you didn't? No, did you hear Victoria say that? No, I was also, like, I was doing dishes when I was watching this. So, like, I missed something. No, you're good. So, Victoria, or Marilyn, like, sits down. And she's, you can hear background noise. And she goes, it's kind of loud. Do you mind if I sit next to you? Because they're like on two separate couches, like both in the middle of the couch. And Victoria goes, no, I don't want to sit on the same couch as you. You can stay over there. Wow. Yeah. I love it. It's going to be so sad when she leaves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, Victoria says, I just I just don't think we'll ever be able to come to a conclusion. I just have to leave. I can't talk to you. And just stands up and leaves. It's like, what was the point of you saying you would talk to her? Yeah. No, that whole thing, like... That whole conflict was pretty pointless. I also just, you know, sometimes like Peter and wow, my hand looks big on this Zoom. <laughs> Peter and Maddie's um, meeting before they met the parents was three hours. Like we learned that in after the final rose, mm-hmm. even though it looked like 10 minutes on the show. I fully believe this is how long the conversation was. Like, I don't think they cut it up. I think that's how long it lasted. No, I kind of believe you. I feel like, I feel like Victoria picked this fight, but then she was pretty over it and was ready to leave yeah and she keeps saying in all of her in the moments like i can't wait for her to go home she deserves to go home i can't wait till matt sees that she's psycho and needs to go home just constantly feeding that in but i think marilyn handed it handled it relatively well for someone who is being attacked um i have my note here mj is a big energy person girl same (laughs) i guess she's something about being a big energy person I just love it. I feel like I say that all the time. (laughs) I also wrote Kayla and Katie are, I miss, I was trying to write something. I wrote confectioning by. I, I wish I could translate that for you. (laughs) I'm assuming I was trying to write connecting. (laughs) I don't, I mean, this is the part where I was, completely zoned out to be honest yeah I don't and I didn't zone back in until like Sarah's in the moment and then she like almost collapses (laughs) so yeah I mean we're pretty much done with the episode talk to Chris real quick the general like all right Matt time to pick these women you've had a week with them take your favorites Matt is like oh you can see it on his face he's like what did I get myself into why am I the bachelor why am I doing this and then we have a rose ceremony roses that we see our Piper, Kit, Maggie, Rachel, Chelsea, Jesenia, K- 
Katie, Serena C. Um, already have roses are Bree, Sarah, and Lauren. And then we see Sarah Classic standing on risers. She locks her knees. I fully think that's just what happened. You know what? You're probably so right that that's happened to me before. Yeah, it's happened to in me. In like choir, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. She just needs a little water. She'll be all right. But she locks her knees. Bree is a star and immediately gets her down, like sits her on the side. And it's like, she's going to go pass out, get a medic. Matt, come here. Like Bree handles this. This what made me think Bree was like some sort of medical person. Or if I was in an emergency, I think I handle emergencies well, but I would love Bree to yeah. also be there. No, but as you know, I think I handle, I think I thrive in a crisis. Same. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the gym was on fire and I handled it well when I was at work. Yeah, no. As you know, um, our... I wasn't hoping for a crisis to happen, but had a, a crisis happened when we held leadership in an organization yeah. um, <laughs> that I'm definitely not a member of. Um, <laughs> I was excited. I was like, we're the crisis management team. Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah, we really were. We would have done such a great job. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. When I, so for listeners, I worked at a gym for three years and one of my last days there I was the supervisor and so it pretty much means like I am the person in charge at night and on weekends and long story short power went out room started filling with smoke and the gym caught on fire so I had to handle all of that and I never felt like the best version of myself until that moment I'm telling people all right I need you to evacuate I felt so strong so powerful yeah you know literally when the smallest thing goes wrong and like other people don't know what to do and they freeze. Like I just, I don't have, I've said this before and I mean it. I don't have any flight. I only have fight in, Same. yeah, I like the adrenaline rush, my pride and joy. <laughs> but yeah, Brie handles this so well. Um, Sarah will be fine. I know she can't see anything, but just take some deep breaths, have some water. Eat a granola bar. Um, She'll be all right. And then they gave us a to be continued for that. Which was so unnecessary. She already has a rose. So it's not like she has to be there. Let her go home. I don't like when we get this far off this early on in the season. Because it throws off everything. Like even if next episode starts with the rose ceremony, you can't guarantee it'll end with one and then it's just thrown off forever. Yeah. And then it's like in the middle of the episode, you have a rose ceremony and you're like, oh, sick, we're done. And it's like, no, there's still an hour left. Yeah. And then you see people going, yeah, it's just a mess. I will say to be continued should only be saved for a time when there's conflict between two people. And clearly the next episode will have a two on one. Yeah. I, but yeah, that was the episode. I, I personally, I enjoyed it um, more than the more than week one i don't really like week one like i said it's no i love it that's my favorite episode of the week like that's my favorite episode of every season. i don't like it no i normally really like week two and week three which i know they're typically kind of boring but i like them because you get to see who the girls are it's like the beginning part of a story where you're getting the backstory mm-hmm. you get to see who's going to be friends you get to see because night one you don't always get their real personalities so i like that about week two and week three but the one see their problem is one-on-ones in week two and three are really boring because they don't really have much to talk about because they don't know each other and group dates are so much more fun because there's so many people 
So only having one group date on this episode was kind of bland. Yeah, I wish that there had been two, especially with how many women there are. I I think that honestly, my favorite week is the week before hometowns um, because that's like when people start to crack. Yeah. That sounds so psychotic. No, but it's good. We love the drama. I mean, we watch TV shows for drama. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. I'm I continue to be impressed by Matt James. Mm-hmm. I think um, he might become my favorite bachelor. I I don't think I really have a favorite bachelor. Sean Lowe, maybe. I just like I didn't really watch his season. I mean, I saw the greatest of all time episode. But I mean, I've been I watching it because it's on Hulu. So I mean, I'm gonna fine. go watch it you now. It. To be honest, but I don't know. The Bachelors are never stunning. No, who? I mean, yeah. I liked Ben Higgins. I didn't like him at the time. No, <laughs> I, now I was in denial about who I was. Fair. And now I love Ben Higgins. Fair. I didn't like Ari season, but I really like Ari now. I do too. The Bachelor like just like more. that wasn't the place for him. Yeah. Speaking of him and Lauren, I guess this is a good segment into BNN Bachelor Nation yes. news. So they're expecting twins. I'm no so names. Excited for them. They're just the Lion Deck twins. They apparently just found out the um, sex. So I guess we'll find out. I'm sure they'll do some sort of Instagram reveal. Um, some other Bachelor Nation news. Peter and Kelly broke up. This is old news, but I'm going to talk about it now because I love talking about the fact that Barb played a part into their breakup and apparently made it hard. It's so funny to me. I could I could never date a man whose mother was like Barb. No, not at never. all. Never. Props to Kelly, I guess, for sticking around for that long because I would be out. Like if day one she's like, let me meet her. No. no. I mean, to be fair though, Barb would treat me like she treated Maddie. Mothers of of boys I date do not like me. Same. It's because I'm young and independent. No, I. that's what I like to tell myself, too. It's because you're teaching their son how to, like, act independently and not need their mothers. No, I feel like that's – I am I feel like I'm always just like, okay, well, go do this thing. I'm like, I won't do it for you. You can do it yourself. Literally what happens. Yep, 100%. Did you see she posted this, like, graphic of it was half Peter, half a New York City skyline? And it was – like, it wasn't a video, but it had music behind it, and it was New York concrete channels where dreams are made it's on her instagram it's the funniest thing oh my gosh okay and the last piece of bachelor nation news i have let me know if you have any is rachel is a racist please tell me about this i i have no bachelor nation news i don't know any i have not heard about this but i spend too much of my time looking at bachelor stuff so apparently this girl went on tiktok so a little backstory at the town she's from in georgia apparently has really racist roots roots and is like still segregated like not obviously legally but like just the nature of the town and she also was apparently in a sorority that has had no people of color or no black members ever yeah but so this girl went on tiktok and did like a little story she said oh this girl on the bachelor bullied me in high school for liking black guys and so rachel's friends immediately came after her in the comments and stuff like that and were posting and this girl continued to share on tiktok like 
this is photos of her in cultural appropriation costumes like she was dressed as a Native American this is photos of her friends in these costumes stuff like that just generally not a good look and I will say okay so this is in no way justifying cultural appropriation or ignorance or any of that when I was younger I did not understand why that was bad and so I'm sure if I went on the show people could dig up stuff from when I was like 15 16 and it would look bad the difference is now yeah seven years later I understand the difference I've educated myself and I don't behave in that way and I completely reject that now that's not a justification of anything that I would have done but I understand that people grow and people change these photos were from like two years ago yeah no I mean like two years ago you probably don't have she also like posts QAnon people on her stories oh yikes um yeah yeah. when I was five I was Pocahontas like Disney's Pocahontas Mm -hmm. for Halloween um yeah which like regrets that wasn't cool also perhaps um Disney store I don't know don't sell it as a costume. I mean, the Pocahontas movie has a lot of problems, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, and like when I when I was 15 and just like in middle school and high school, I was really big into history fair and I would always do a performance with my friends. We would do a group performance and we would go to county and we would win and then we would go and we'd do it at state again. Um, but when I was a sophomore, we oh yeah (laughs) when I was a sophomore we did a performance on Lewis and Clark because you also had to fit to a theme and our theme Mm -hmm. that year was exploration encounter and exchange love Lewis and Clark sure so Lewis and Clark and then obviously Sacagawea as a character and so one of my friends um definitely dressed as Sacagawea um and we made some mistakes first go round when we did it at school that we did not make again because I learned more after that and I was not right to do it I'm still not right to have done it yeah a hundred percent but like I am sorry and I feel like at this point in time the things that we have access to knowing that that's not okay that's the thing too when you're like 15 years old and you don't like once again it's not justifying it but when you're 15 like I don't know in my house we didn't use the internet very much like you know we didn't get a ton of screen time or anything like that you didn't have the same resources to educate yourselves. And I went to Christian schools and I had military, lived on military bases. I have a lot of, you know, I was surrounded by all of the same people and I didn't have that diverse of an opinion. Two years ago, I definitely had resources. Two years ago is not very long ago, especially two years ago, she was in college. You should have a diverse group of people around you in college. And I mean, like you're getting a higher education. Like I don't, I mean, I took intercultural communication last year and I learned so many things that I did not know. And Mm -hmm. I continue to learn more things, but it's just like, I also don't know how she got on. Like if that's so easy to find, I would love if Bachelor Nation would stop putting um, racists well, I think that it was like on other people's Instagrams and like people had to like scroll through and find them or like it was people she went to high school with. But this girl like continues to do and pretty much did a story time, which didn't have a ton of details about like, yeah, this is what happened. And then there's so she now has a bunch of TikToks of people who like commented or DM'd her and said, yes, I went to school with her too. I went to college with her and she bullied me a lot. Her and her friends, like it's an odd amount of people. You know what I mean? Like, 
I have a yeah. feeling if I was ever on the show, I'm sure someone would say, I don't think I'd ever believe someone in my life, but I'm sure someone would say like, oh, she was mean to me in high school, whatever. But oh, when I you have that many people saying that about you, there's probably some truth to it. Yeah. Just big yikes. Um, yikes. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it'll ever come out on the show. Um. I don't know if it'll like even be a storyline, but I think it'll be something that as viewers we are conscientious of and maybe will be addressed. I don't even think it's going to be big enough to address in after the final rose. Yeah. Yikes. Well, that sucks. Hopefully this franchise will grow more. Probably won't, but who's yeah. to say? Um, but that is, that's all I, this is, that's all I have for the second week now that we're at like two hours. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. This is going to be long. <laughs> Hopefully I have some time today. I might be able to like cut out some parts. Great. Maybe um, we'll learn. I'm going to, yeah, I don't know. Um, but thanks for listening. If you listened yeah. and you're here at the end. <laughs> I know. I'm sure we'll be able to see our drop-offs and see where you guys ended about an hour. This is like a four car, like a four drive, not four, oh my gosh, a four commute listen. Yeah. To and from work. <laughs> But thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Follow us on social media at Wrong Reasons Girls Podcast. Um, our email is linked there too. You can DM us or send us an email with any tea you have. We are spoiler free, so please keep your spoilers out of it. Um, that's all I have for you. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.